Welcome to the Dynasty Pros Fantasy Show, where we talk all things fantasy football. From player news, rankings, projections, and even trade advice. Everything to help you win your fantasy football league. And now, your hosts, Bob Miller and Tommy Harvey. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of the Dynasty Pros Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Bob Miller. Over here, I've got our co-host, Tommy Harvey. Make sure you go check out the website over at DynastyProsFootball.com, your home for all Dynasty League football stuff, including Dynasty rankings, Devi rankings, IDP Dynasty rankings, uh, Dynasty trade value charts, all that good stuff there. And don't forget to do us a big, big favor and subscribe to us here on YouTube as well. So, Tommy, what a week three we had there, big guy. What was your thoughts? Well, first off, you mind standing up and show, showing me your shirt there? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this, yeah. Got the uh, NFL Jam over at homage.com. I've got the uh, Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson combo here. I dig your it. Thoughts, your thoughts, big guy. What I like it. I like I, it. It's awesome. I, I do like it too, man. I'm probably going to go absolutely ape shit on that website and buy a bunch of stuff because I dig this one a lot. Love it. Yep. All right. Anyway, so uh, big win for your uh, Cowboys last night. My girlfriend hates you, but, uh, you know, her being a Giants fan, but uh, she'll deal with it. Uh, Cooper Rush, not a bad little performance. Uh, your boy, um, uh, uh, CD, you know, bailed his little butt uh, out in the end with that great, great touchdown catch. Um, Zeke got into the end zone. Thank God. Um, I own Zeke in a few leagues and, uh, I was tired of those six point week one, six point week two, man. I was ready for him to do something. How about my boy Demarcus Lawrence? Oh, taking it done last night. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's 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 save hey, let's save this for the IDP <laughs> show tomorrow, big guy. Let, no, no, three, three sacks, man. Hell yeah. Hell of a performance from him. Um, I think we'll be talking about him on the IDP show tomorrow. So uh, you know, I think uh, I just released the IDP waiver wire. Uh, article earlier this morning. He is most definitely on there. Um, so yeah, yeah, hell of a performance from uh, a lot of those guys. And guess what? They get the Washington Commanders next week. And if you think they wreaked havoc on Daniel Jones, oh boy, Carson Wentz. Yikes. He might want to take the day off, bro. He might want to come down with some COVID or something. Well, because Micah Parsons didn't do anything last night, so he's going to be looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he could feast. Absolutely, he could. So, uh, yeah, great, great plays in IDP. All any, any Cowboys pass rusher is probably a must start. So uh, yeah, yeah, and that defense, holy moly, that defense is a must start. If they're on your waiver wire somewhere, go grab them, pick them up, and just they better not be on your waiver wire. It's one of the lead defenses in the league. Yeah, you know they could be someone. Yeah. You know, they could be if they are. Grab them up, scoop them up, and uh, reap benefits this weekend. So uh, yeah. All right, so let's move on. Let's uh, let's get into some of the uh, latest NFL news here, man. Uh, lots of stuff going on, injuries and all kind. Of, oh, good lord, man! I don't even know where to begin. You know, Miles Garrett was involved in that car accident. I read that he um, he's got like a shoulder injury and a in strain, the like yep, biceps, yeah, biceps, biceps. Don't know if he's going to miss any time, and if he does, how much he's going to miss? We don't really know just yet. Would you see the um, details of the accident? That was kind of crazy. 
Uh-uh. No, I didn't. What was up with that? He he swerved to avoid hitting an animal, and when he did, his car flipped multiple times. Good Lord. You know, well, he's a friggin' monster himself. So, I mean, luckily, you know, he came across with minor injuries. He had like a laceration, you know, a cut. Um, Could have been a hell of a lot worse. So, you know, thank goodness uh, he was okay. Um, like I said, he, he, you know, some, you flip your car multiple times, bro. You, I mean, you're not walking away from that. And this dude did. So, you know, good for him. Good for him. Uh, Mac Jones, um, you know, that, that game against the Ravens right at the end, man, they rolled up on his ankle. He's got a high, high ankle sprain that seems to be fairly severe and looking to miss multiple weeks. That's uh, a broken leg, buddy. What's that? So that's called a broken leg. I <laughs> uh, we'll see. I don't know. I mean high, high ankle. That's that's your shin. Yeah. Yeah. He did he looked like I mean, he was in complete agony. And like I told you, he looked like a child in a game that just got the wind knocked out of him or just got hurt and he ran off crying. I mean, that dude was in just horrible pain. I mean, he you looked, could feel it watching it on television. So he uh, looks like the type of dude who cries too. Uh, man, he had a great game. You know, he played a pretty good game against my Ravens, but, um, you know, just, uh, it's not quite there yet, but you know, he ran the ball a little bit, looked pretty good. You know, he's got a little swag to him, man. So, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think he's just going to get better, you know, as long as he stay healthy. Uh, what else is going on, man? What uh, what other news is out there? There's so much going on. Yeah. So, well, the Chargers kind of had a, Chargers kind of had a, uh, Bad news game the other day. Uh, Rayshon Slater is out for the season with a torn bicep. Mm -hmm. And uh, Joey Bosa, week-to-week uh, -week with a groin, that's kind of indefinite at this point, too. Uh, <clears throat> horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah, Bosa's a, you know, a stud that people want to have in their lineups, especially if you're rocking with the Chargers defense. Um, he's he's someone that you, you just can't afford to miss. So, hopefully, he gets back sooner than later. Joey Bosa's a stud. So. Well, Slater's Slater's going to affect uh, Justin Herbert too. So, mm, yeah, that is true. I mean, we missed the big left tackle. Yeah, well, I think we saw a little bit of that the other day. So, yeah. so Tua, what is what what happened there, man? I mean, um, dude looked like he was he was absolutely, you know, having an out of body experience. He was goofy and couldn't stand but he comes out and says it was really just a, a back did he say he was like a lower back injury it was a lower a lower back injury apparently he tweaked his back earlier in the game on a on, on a QB sneak or mm -hmm. QB dive whatever they they're wanting to call it and uh he, he kind of tweaked his back and then it it uh kind of re got reaggravated uh later on that was when he started you know kind of looking like he was spasming all over the place <clears throat> But uh, he uh, he's not not in, in concussion protocol, which is I guess good news. Yeah, that is good. that's good for him and good for the Dolphins because they are uh, man, they're getting better every week. They are firing on all cylinders. I mean, great, yeah. great win last week. You know, come back against the Ravens. They beat you know Buffalo. So gosh, man, they're they're looking better than people would have ever expected. So good for them. Good for them. He did, Lot say, of that, uh, he did say that his ankle is a little sore from some uh, in the trench shenanigans. So. Shenanigans, <laughs> best word in the world. Uh, let's see what's up with this chief, this Chiefs Bucks game that could be moved around if uh, you know if the hurricane, what is it, Hurricane Ian shows yeah, up around there? Yeah, um, 
it's uh, supposed to hit Florida, but uh, apparently Tampa Bay has has moved their their practices down to Miami, so it may get played there. Who knows? Well, good for them. You know, I don't think that's a huge huge deal, but th- that's still a little bit of NFL news. Um, here's a big one, man. Um, you know, Dan Campbell of the uh, Detroit Lions says that DeAndre Swift could be uh, could benefit if he was to miss a couple of games. Um, I don't think people like hearing that, uh, that are Swift owners. No, absolutely not. But you want to play the long game, and you don't want him aggravating that again. You know, you turn it into friggin' Dalvin Cook or something. You know what I'm saying? You know, especially right now, because the Lions look like they could actually be a halfway decent team. So I think they are a halfway decent team. They could. They could. They could. Really contend for a playoff spot, so I mean, yeah. you may as well kind of take it easy on him now, while while you think you have the opportunity to do so. That way, he's healthy for the stretch run. Yeah, and and you know, if you're a Swift owner, I mean, it's kind of if you didn't, I mean, <laughs> if you hadn't picked up, um, Cali, what's his face, uh, Jamal Williams, Jamal Williams. I mean, if you didn't have him, man, and he's on the wire, uh, you're gonna have to drop some fab on him. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Put in that claim, cash in that claim. So I'd be, I'd be surprised if he's on the if he's on if he's on the waiver wire. But I've seen him on a few. Not much. Crazier things league is. Yeah, crazier things have happened. I guess. Absolutely. Sterling Shepard unfortunately is out with a torn ACL, and it just looked really strange, man. He didn't like. He didn't bend his leg to the side. He didn't any nothing. He was like just that. pulling up. He was just pulling up. Yeah, you know, I thought maybe it was like a like a, a kneecap or something, the way he was holding his knee. Um, but an ACL, I mean, it looked like the weirdest way. I mean, that was the strangest way to tear an ACL. That just blows my mind. I feel bad for him. You know how I am. I'm a, I, I feel bad for these guys when they get hurt and they miss the season. Gosh, they got a long road ahead of them. Right. You know, you just, you hate to see it. So anyways, um, you know, that's about all the news I can really, really, really think think of um Amon Ross St. Brown looks like he's not going to miss any time thank goodness um you know he hurt his ankle but he came back into the game later on I'm sure it's going to be a little tender for the next couple of weeks but it doesn't look like it's jeopardizing any uh any time for him uh you know he's not going to miss any games Keenan Allen is practicing this week thank goodness uh, lost my game in uh, Scott Fishbowl this week because of Keenan Allen. I'm not mad at Keenan Allen. I'm mad at myself because I really thought he was going to play, and so I didn't pick up anyone to slide in there uh, just in case. I didn't have I didn't have a chance to pick anyone up to replace him. So uh, that loss is definitely on me. Bad, yeah, bad, I, I bad. saw the uh, the uh, the adjusted uh, standings for that. You're at two and four right now. Am I? Yep. Yeah, yeah, not you're good. Against the median, also you're playing against. What's that? There's a game against the median every week you're playing against too. So you're basically playing two games a week. Gotcha. Yeah, you know I've won a couple, but um, or I've won one. I think I've lost two, but honestly, um, Keenan Allen is you know it kind of jacked me up there. I um. Jonathan Taylor hasn't done much. That was my first round pick. My quarterbacks are, are kind of weak. I think I've got, uh, you know, Matt Ryan and 
gosh, Matt, there was a Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins, I think. And, you know, and I, I picked up like Geno Smith late and I'm actually playing him. I'm not even been playing Matt Ryan for the last couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of rough. I've got strong wide receivers, but um, and I've got Kyle Pitts, if I'm not mistaken. I think I may have Pitts in that league. And um, yeah, it's not really paying off for you, is it? No, no, and and I've never been a Kyle Pitts guy. I've never, you know me, man. I've never been sold on Kyle Pitts. I think he's a great talent, but we see a million of those guys, you know, come through that are supposed to be, you know, your your Vernon Davises and your your golly, who's a Eric Ebron, Eric Ebron. You know these guys, and I'm not putting him. I, I don't want to just say he's automatically those guys, but we've seen this before. This once in a generation type of talent at tight end, David and Joku, all these guys that really haven't done anything. And I, I just took him because I was like, dude, I don't own him anywhere, and I could be just a big, you know, egg could be on my face. I, I at least wanted to own him somewhere um, when I was drafting him. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I regret that. You know, when you're just praying for a 10 point week out of him, um, that's not good. <laughs> not at all. Oh, anyways, but let's talk about some people that didn't have crappy games that had some really, really good games, man. Yeah. Um, you know, let's play like Russian roulette with a with a New England wide receiver. Who's it gonna be yeah. this week? I'll yeah. tell you last week, everyone, you know, you had no Jacoby Myers. You were thinking that that Nelson Aguilar was gonna benefit from that, and um nope. That's not the case. Devontae Parker, Tommy, blew up five catches on 10 targets, 156 yards, scored over 20 fantasy points, man. What a game for him. Would you pick him up? And if you did pick him up, would you start him this week? Um, uh, <laughs> you'd have to be kind of desperate to do that, I think. Um, huh? I just uh, not very uh, not very trusting in that situation. Especially, especially when you don't know Mac Jones's. Um, I mean, exactly. He, he I know caught, Mac Jones is not playing this week. He <laughs> caught some passes downfield in that game against the Ravens, and I don't know if Hoyer's really got the cannon to really do that. Yeah. Do you do you trust Brian Hoyer, Hoyer or uh, Bailey Zappi enough to throw out a New England wide receiver in your lineup? I don't know with what with with Hoyer's lack of arm strength I, that just screams Jacoby Myers to me all day just just loving it and maybe some Ramondre Stevenson as well little dump offs there you know him and Hunter Henry I don't know if Damian Harris will catch much but um, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to change up their play calling most definitely to uh, you know figure things out so. Tommy, who else blew up this week It did well? Um, Jamal Williams had himself a game. Uh, 20 carries, 87 yards, two touchdowns, a couple receptions of 20 yards through the air. Um, that's um, good for over 24 points. I'll, I'll take that any week. Oh, yeah, man. You get 20 points out of a running back, man. That's all day. But mm. was anyone really starting Jamal Williams, you know? Yeah, so. at, there's people who have started him in their, in their flex. So, I mean, that's – you know, he's he's been productive the uh, first couple of weeks. So, I mean, he he's been kind of trustworthy. Yeah, yeah. I think most people benefited in uh, best ball leagues with him this week. So. Yeah, definitely that. Um, you know, Tommy, <laughs> who's the number three scoring tight end in fantasy football right now? It is the one, the only, the immortal Tyler Conklin. Tyler friggin' Conklin. Just like we said it would be. Yep. 
I, I picked him up in, in as many places as I possibly could this offseason, but you know, I'll I'll victory lap that later. Yeah, yeah, I've got him in a few. Um, I picked him up in Uzama or whatever, you know, to figure out which one was going to pan out. So I think we've got all that figured out now. Oh, yeah, it was always going to be Tyler Conklin. Yeah. You know, not bad. You know, not a bad uh, – you know, barely anyone drafted him, so he was probably on the wire. So he looks like – I mean, right now he's a number three tight end, man. He is – looks like he's like this year's Dalton Schultz or something possibly. I don't – you know, and that was with Flacco, though. So you and I talked about this earlier today because um, we were actually talking about a trade in a dynasty league that possibly involved Conklin. And, I, you know, I want to see how, you know, with, with Zach Wilson coming back this week, how's he going to distribute the ball? Because we all know Flacco with his history with tight ends, Dennis Pitta and some guys like that. Um, he, loved, he loved the tight ends. So I really, really want to see moving forward with Zach Wilson where he's going to go with the ball, if he's going to go to Conklin and take advantage of some matchups there or not. If if Conklin has a pretty good um, pretty good week, you know, scores double-digit points this week, um, I'm going to be very, very confident with him moving forward. So um, he had a 16-point, you know, fantasy day on, you know, eight catches, eight targets, you know, 84 yards. So a great, great day for him. You'll take that from a tight end any day of the week. So sure. good, good stuff. Really want to see what happens moving forward with that Jets team, though. Um, Tommy, who else did well this week? Uh, Tyler Boyd took advantage of his opportunities. Uh, he only had five targets but caught four of them for 105 yards on a touchdown um, over a 20-point day. So, I mean, that's not going to happen every week for him, but that was a very productive week. Is that just not the guy that, like – he's, people are going to start him next week. You know what I'm saying? They're going to see that. And they're going to start him, and he's going to ca- he's going to have two catches for you know eighteen yards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, he is that guy that just blows up on blows up on your bench. Yeah. Whenever three, you've got him on your bench, you're just chasing about three times a year. About three times a year, he's gonna he's gonna score you big time points, and he won't do it again because of. I mean, really, it's it's not that he's not talented. He's got tons of talent, but he's just the third option there behind. Um, Chase and Higgins. Absolutely. Um, and I think you and I talked about this earlier today. I think he was the beneficiary of Hayden Hurst maybe going down, you know, look like I think maybe he was banged up in that game. Um, so maybe looking at the slot, going that route. Obviously, you know, uh, Burrow was under duress the entire game. I mean, he was being just abused. And, um, which seems to be like a reoccurring theme every week now. Um, so he may be, t- he, I don't know if he has the time to really hit like Chase and and Higgins. Um, it looks like he's got to get, get rid of the ball quick. So when you got to do that, you're looking for your tight end. You're looking for your slot receiver. So um, that's just something to kind of keep in mind is that, you know, maybe – Maybe this can't, you know, if he puts together another double-digit fantasy day next week or, you know, this coming week, sure. might want to throw him in your starting lineups. and yeah, you know, see if, Yeah, see if we can ride that out. Uh, Devontae Smith, hello, 30, damn, I mean, like 30, almost 31 fantasy points, man. Eight catches on 12 targets, 169 yards, and a hell of a touchdown catch in that game. Um 
do you see do you see Devonte being you know like being a viable starter each week or do you think one week it's going to be AJ Brown and then one week it's going to be Devonte Smith you know kind of like how it was with like Diggs and Adam Thielen one of those guys was going to hit each week you just didn't know which one it was do you see something like that again here or do you think that Jalen Hurts is throwing the ball enough to where he can feed both of these guys and and you can kind of roll with them in your starting line I mean AJ Brown's going to be in your starting lineup no matter what um, but do you feel confident enough to to maybe pop Devonte in maybe in your wide receiver two wide receiver three flex what are you thinking there I'm probably playing him as the three or a flex. I'm, I don't know if I can play him as high as a two right now. Um, just, I mean, week one, he put up a donut. Yeah. So are you really, it's kind of boomer bust, I guess. You know, I think week one was kind of weird, um, but I really, really had all the confidence in the world that he was going to bounce back. Anybody that does that, like, they feel like they they're going to have to force the ball to some of these players, right? Like, oh crap, really? You know, somebody just tells Jalen Hurts like, "Hey, Devontae didn't have a damn thing in that game." Oh crap! Oh, hey, bud, hey, bro, sorry, man. Um, next week we got you. You right. know what I'm saying? So, well, not only that, but they got Dallas Goddard that they got to worry about getting the ball to. They got Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell. I mean, they 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 got a lot of weapons there in Philly. They do, and that team is playing. Darn good football. I mean, they're playing great football right now. And, and Jalen Hurts is throwing the ball all over the place, man. He's he's turning out to be a free, the stud that everyone was hoping he would be. Um, yep. He he's looking every bit of that guy. So I heard I heard Colin Cowherd talking about him the other day, and he was comparing him on a trajectory. He wasn't comparing him physically, but but his trajectory as far as how he's progressed in the NFL, he he uh, compared him to Josh Allen. Where you know, uh, the, you know the first season he wasn't he wasn't very accurate. The second season he got a little bit more accurate, and the third season where he really took off. You know, I I, I can't. It's hard to call someone Josh Allen. He he wasn't comparing him to him physically. He was comparing him to the way he's progressing in his career. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because Josh Allen was incredibly inaccurate in college and, and, but had all this talent, you know, arm strength and everything. And he just, who was it that he got with? Was it, uh, was it Brian, uh, Brian but you know, you know, and Hey man, whatever happened, happened and it worked Mm -hmm. and he turned it around like that. And he is a friggin' stud. He is a stud. He worked on that accuracy and he, I mean, he's just, He's everything you want in a quarterback. I mean, there's a handful of those guys in the league that are just absolute raw. I, you know, to me, he is he's kind of Aaron Rodgers with with more rushing, you know, like more rushing ability. Sure. Um your arm too. Nah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, man, I don't think I've ever seen anyone just flick a ball and it has so much velocity. I, yeah, but Josh Allen has one of the strongest arms I've ever seen. Oh, he's got a he's got oh, he's got a rocket, man. He's got a cannon. I'm not discounting that at all, but I don't know if I've ever seen a ball come out of anyone's hands like Aaron Rodgers in my life. I just I've seen guys with strong arms and you know, Brett Favre had had one hell of a of a cannon too, but uh, Aaron Rodgers, it just throws a different, I just never seen anything like it. Um, 
but no, no, no. Josh Allen is is a stud, and I know we were kind of talking about Jalen Hurts. I don't know. I don't know if I could put like you know the arm, you know his arm strength is. No, no, like he he wasn't comparing him to. Oh, oh, yeah, he was just talking about his, you know, his, 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 yeah, his career trajectory. You know where he, you know, was how he's improved, right? How how much he's, how much he he has improved, and then year three he's taken off. Yeah. Oh, and Mm -hmm. and I completely agree with that. But you got to get him weapons too. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I, you know, everybody's crapping on Justin Fields right now, but if Justin Fields had some weapons, then man. I think things would be better. I'm not saying he's a stud. I'm not saying he's going to be, you know, Jalen Hurts. But you got to you gotta give these guys. I mean, Darnell Mooney is a good player. Um, he's not a wide receiver one on a team. He though. is nowhere even close to that. You know, he's a complimentary wide receiver at best. And, you know, Cole Kmet hasn't done jack squat all year. Um, you got to blame a little bit of, you got to blame that some of that on the quarterback, but coaching as well. So, um, I think Justin Fields has all kinds of, of, I think Justin Fields could be the same thing as like Jalen hurts. You just got to get him some weapons though. You get Jalen hurts, Devontae Smith, you get him AJ Brown. And all of a sudden, what does he got? You know, look at him, you know? So, um, you got to get these guys some weapons. So I, I completely agree. I mean, Jalen hurts is someone I, I was targeting, I mean, like I said, he was in my article earlier in the, you know, right at the end of the offseason where I put out my, you know, 2022 league winners. I mean, Jalen Hurts was my number one quarterback to, you know, to grab. Last year it was Joe Burrow, and this year it was Jalen Hurts. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been on board with him um, like anyone else has. So I'm just glad that uh, I didn't have a big swing and a miss there. Sure. Um. It looks like it might be Chris Olave, Olave season, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, I know that Jarvis went down with an injury. Same thing with Michael Thomas, um, and you know he stepped up, had nine catches on thirteen targets, one hundred forty-seven yards. But I don't know if Jarvis is going to be playing. I don't know how long Jarvis is going to miss. But if he does miss, I mean, your boy is going to have him. A, I mean, he's going to be a a startable player. Moving forward, he had 23 fantasy points on Sunday, man. Yeah, he was- um, he, they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to throw it to someone because they sure as shit are not throwing it to Kamara. You know, that is not Jameis's game, man. No, he, it's not. He, he does he not target the running backs and does not target the tight ends. No, he does not, man. That is he not what he's he down the field. And I'm wondering if Kamara is gonna have one of those big time games. I wonder if they're gonna look and go, hey, listen, bro. Like, I know this ain't your game, but, man, you, you see that guy right there? His name's Alvin Kamara. And if you get the ball in his hands, it helps. It's a good thing. Yeah, they're going to have to figure out a way to win ball games, and that's yeah. getting the ball to Kamara's one step. Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, he's not a between-the-tackles guy. He never has been, never will be. No. He is a guy. He is a reception. He is a, cat, a run after catch running back he is that is what he is and in space will make people miss if if they're taking that away from him man he is absolutely useless and our fantasy teams are showing that our fantasy leagues are showing that drastically so um they've got to figure that out but man chris olave is uh 
is someone that I am definitely, if he's on a waiver wire, he's not available in any dynasty leagues, but if you're in a redraft league, you're watching this, he certainly could be on the waiver wire if he is. Scoop him up. If you're in a very shallow league, he may be available. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, you play some, you play in some of these, you know, people play in these leagues at work and things like that. I sure, I surely do. And some of these guys don't know what the hell they're doing. They're just like, oh, what can I, is, where's Peyton Manning? You know, like they're looking for these, you know, like they have no idea what's going on. So if you can grab is, him up. Is Ladanian Tomlinson still playing? <laughs> I will take him. Yes. Emmett Smith. Uh, let me grab him. Yeah. Um, what else, Tommy? Who else did well? Uh, Zay Jones had a, had a great game the other day. Um, Trevor Lawrence looks like he uh, he really trusts his receivers right now, and that's that's a a big uh, a big step for a quarterback to make in his professional career. And he uh, he looks like he's going to be a uh, a big time stud. Um, Trevor Lawrence is. But uh, Zay Jones had a had a great game: ten catches, eleven targets, eighty five yards, and a touchdown. Mm. Um, now that's not going to happen every week for him, obviously. Well, darn it! Because I'm looking. I, I hope he could score twenty four points a week, like right? he did the other yeah, day. I mean, <laughs> I'd, I'd be happy if if he got half. You know, if he got half that that, that is got that he has got to be on a bunch of waiver wires out there, right? Um, you know, I don't know if he, I don't, I wouldn't call him like my, you know, like one of my top waiver wire gets, but man, if you need some help at wide receiver, man, he could, you could grab him up, man. People may not know about this guy. Sure. I mean, I, I'd probably say he's the second option there in there in Jacksonville. So, mm-hmm. and, and Trevor Lawrence is looking, looking very, very good. Thankfully, man, I'm really rooting for that guy and rooting for Jacksonville, man. You want to see these guys be relevant. And uh, they're making some noise. I'm happy for him. Uh, Russell Gage. Um, yeah, I don't know what we can say there. He was like the only guy there. I yeah. mean, you weren't throwing. Yeah, time time. yeah I mean, Brashad Perryman wasn't going to get much. Cole Beasley wasn't going to get much. I mean, it, right. it was it, Russell Gage by default. 12 catches, 87 yards, and a touchdown. Good for over 24 fantasy points. Well, the good thing is, is that whenever – Whenever Godwin, Evans, and Julio miss another game three weeks from now, you know you can plug Russell Gage in. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know if I really want to go grab him and 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 stick him on my bench. I think I'd rather have some other guys on my bench, not not him. Well, you know he's going to be playable for you here in a couple weeks once those other guys are hurt again. So. Of course, of course. And if they are, then grab him. Yeah. Grab him. But I don't want him rotten. I don't want him taking up space on my bench right now. I'm probably leaving him alone. Let somebody else chase him. So, um, Romeo Dubs, Dubs. Yeah, he he may have gotten you the dub this week if you played him. Yeah, he's looking good, man. Over he had 21 fantasy points. You know, eight catches, 73 yards, and a tutty. Um, he's one of my top kind of waiver wire. I mean. They're saying he might be in line for that wide receiver one role, and there's nothing wrong with that, man. Not in a not in that type of offense. So um, he, I don't know if there's a guy that's I'm probably grabbing more than, with the exception of maybe Khalil Herbert. Yeah, Khalil Herbert um, is obviously your 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 top priority guy if he if he's available. 
you know, Madison might be a guy I'm really, really targeting, obviously, because of what's going on there. Um, with with Dalvin, is you know, that shoulder, man, it's just a thing. It just won't go away. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think that... Uh, what I saw, he's expected to play, but he's going to wear a harness. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And speaking of Khalil Herbert, we already kind of talked about, you know, he came in, had 20 carries, 100, over 150 yards rushing, two touchdowns, couple of catches, over 30 fantasy points. Holy moly, man, that's, that's and, fantastic. And that was because David Montgomery got hurt, went down early in the game. But I can still – I can see them going more towards kind of a split back, you know, timeshare. Yeah. So um, – Herbert's going to have some value, some some standalone value also now. I it's think. it's kind of like the Tony Pollard thing. Like, God, mm-hmm. listen, we love Zeke, but man, we got to we can't keep this guy just That's rotting right. on the sidelines. We got to get him in the game. Yep. I mean, this guy can break one off anytime, and he shows that every game. You know what he's able to do, and I think Khalil Herbert's just shown them what they have in him. That could become a two headed monster there, which could be frustrating for those Montgomery owners. So, yeah. um. Tommy, ask me how many leagues I benched Cordero Patterson in this week. Probably every single one of them, didn't you? Not every one of them, but a lot. And I was just chomp, chomping at the bit to finally be able to play J.K. Dobbins. And like I said last week, I was really thinking, I was really expecting Dobbins to to maybe come away with a touchdown. I think they were really going to target that, try and get him that. And he got some goal line carries, just wasn't able to get in the end zone. How'd that um, two and a half points work out for you? How many? How'd that two and a half points for JK work out for you? He had six. Whatever it was. What nearly, nearly as much as Cordero Patterson got you. No, it wasn't, man. Cordero, now, listen, I don't think I lost in any of those leagues, knock on wood, thankfully. Um, but, yeah, Cordero, Cordero Patterson, man, he's just turned into – an every week starter. I mean, 17 carries for 141 yards, a touchdown and a catch for 12 yards. He had over 23 fantasy points, man, dude. He, he just keeps doing it. He does. He does. He's just, wow. I mean, we, we've seen a lot of him, you know, and over the years, especially coming, you know, he went to college here at university of Tennessee, just, you know, five minutes down the road from me here. Um, Wow. I mean, dude's just uh he's he's just a stud, man. What is he like 31 years old or something? 31. I feel like he's been in the league for like 20 years, man. So getting close um, to it. Yeah, good for him. Now let me ask you before we move on to these disappointments, we'll talk about one more guy. And that's your boy Mac Hollins. Ugh. Eight eight catches, um, 158 yards. He had 10 targets, man. At 158 yards. I know it's, it's almost frustrating. Yeah, it's so frustrating because you, you know, you have guys like Devontae Adams and Darren Waller who should be getting the targets, mm-hmm. but they're going to Matt Collins. And I mean, even in like the end zone, dude. Like, I mean, yeah. late in the game, I mean, he had single coverage out there on the right, and they just lobbed it up to him. They weren't looking at him. <laughs> he didn't even consider anyone else. They're like, okay, I got him out there, single coverage. I'm tossing it, and and damn it, if he didn't come down with 50-50 right. ball, right? So, well, um, and also. Keep in mind, Hunter Renfro didn't play, mm-hmm. so Hollins is probably dust after this week, anyways. Yep. But he had, he had a good showing. I know a lot of people are going to pick him up on on their waiver wire. I would probably tread lightly there, though. 
Yeah, there's going to be so many people that pick him up, and there will be people that will probably start him this week, and that is just going to be a huge, huge dud. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe we, uh, maybe we're completely wrong, but uh, I can't. I, I see maybe Darren Waller having a bounce back game. You know, some of these guys, you know, him going back and yeah. you know making sure he doesn't piss everyone off. Here you um, go. You don't become a you. You don't become a you don't you don't immediately become a wide receiver one at twenty nine years old. You, you <laughs> no. do it. So, I mean, he, he's he, he's a journeyman wide receiver for a reason. I mean. Remember Travis Fulgham for a couple, for, you know, a couple years ago. Oh, loved him. I loved him, man. He had that four or five game stretch that right. he was just a rock exactly. star. Exactly. But Holland's, Holland's isn't even going to be that. So, <laughs> wasn't I don't know. wasn't Wasn't he in like Philly or something like that? Wasn't he there yeah. for a minute? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Listen, I think he was also down in Miami too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, he's bounced around a few places. Listen, guys, if you're watching the show, you're listening on, you know, listening to the podcast, whatever it is, don't go chasing Mac Collins. Don't go do that. And Mac Collins, if you're listening to the show, we love you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, guy. Good for you, pal. We'll probably never hear your name again for the rest of your career, but you had a great game. Nah, he'll have a big game for New England in like four years or something. Right. You know, like yeah. it'll be one of those types. It, he'll be the new Zay Jones. Like he'll have a Jacksonville game or something. You know, it'll be something crazy. Zay Jones is still youngish, though. Yeah, yeah, and he feels like he's been in the league forever. You know, there's guys that seem like they've been in the league that should be like 40 years old. Like I feel like Allen Robinson should be 40 years old, man. He's like, playing like he's 40 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but gosh, I mean, he feel like he'd been in the league for so long, man. It's just weird. Anyways. All right. Let's talk about some of these disappointments for this week, man. Um, we talked about Justin Fields a little while ago. Yeah. He got that Bears trio right there with Fields, Mooney, and Komet. They're just not doing anything. They're really and, not. And it's really disappointing because if you drafted somebody like Justin Fields, you pro he's probably your your QB one. Or if, if he's not your QB one, he's he's a high end. He, he was drafted as a high end QB two. Yeah, I could see people having him as a QB two, but he's definitely a QB two if you're in like a super flex two exactly. league. Yeah, that's maybe. what I was saying. It, in a super flex league, he 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 was probably drafted as a high end QB two. I mean, if you're in a redraft league, he's 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 like droppable. Absolutely, he is. He's, I mean, he's, he's droppable. I mean, I would try and trade him, and if somebody's got like a handcuff to one of your running backs, or somebody's got something, you know, that you think you could use, right? You know, yeah. if somebody has Zay Jones or something like that, maybe you could send them to that guy and just get something you can use, but. Oh, His stat line, 8 of 17 for 106 yards and two picks. Mm. And eight carries for 47 yards. So he he did not he, – he, he missed giving you a goose egg because he got 47 yards rushing. Mm -hmm. And really, that was it. That was the difference. He had 4.94 fantasy points. So that was really the rushing. But you know what? The Bears are 2-1. and one. <laughs> Somehow they have won two games. <clears throat> I just I don't understand. You know, Mooney, you know, he crapped the bed too. He had two yep. catches for a whole six sheet. But what no, what he had two catches for what 23 yards? Is that yeah, what it was? 23 yards, six targets. 
Yeah, six targets. You know, he had four fantasy points. Cole Kmet. <laughs> Cole Kmet had two catches for 40 yards, which would have been six points. But in one of our leagues, you get points for tackles because yeah. play in, if you're in an IDP league, you got an extra point for him because apparently he made a tackle on a play. So. Yeah. Congratulations. Justin Fields threw an interception and Cole Kmet made a tackle. Yeah. So I got an extra point there in a couple of leagues. So, yeah. Oh. Speaking of tight end disappointments, we were just talking about the Raiders a few minutes ago and Darren Waller, but three catches, 22 yards. He had 5.2 fantasy points. Darren Waller's just too good for that to continue, though, I think. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And I think he bounces back. I think he is a, you know, we're going to get into some some buys and sells, but I could definitely see him being a guy that I'm buying right now. Um, depending on the price. So. Sure, sure. Talk about another turd. Somebody just sucks, and that's Tyreek Hill. I mean, this guy's been overrated. He's <laughs> horrible. He sucks. You should just trade him away, get rid of him. Um, no, I'm just kidding. He had two catches for 33 yards against that Buffalo team. I mean, dude, what happened there? I mean, what is going – I mean, did they just lock his ass up? Did they play him well? I mean, what's going on there? I mean, that that's, that's – that that whole game was a slugfest, man. Yeah, I don't know if you watched any of it, but that that game was just a slobber knocker, and they were just going back and forth at each other, just pounding on each other. Yeah, just fighting. Just just fighting. <laughs> just a big big fight. It was, man. It it was a mess. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, so listen, I mean, if you're a Tyreek, I mean, the week before he blew up against the Ravens and had that huge crazy-ass game that we talked about and then, you know, kind of craps the bed with only five fantasy points this week. Don't sweat it because it happens to everyone like Justin Jefferson who had three catches for only, what, 14 yards for, I mean, that was 4.4 fantasy points. I mean, that let a lot of people down. Is that starting to concern you at all? Back-to-back weeks for him now. No. Where he, where he just was not involved in the offense at all. No, I think they'll 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 find a way to make it to right that wrong. Um, Adam Thielen had a very very good game, and um, yeah, Osborne had a good game too. Yeah, they will. I'm not worried about it at all. I'm not. You know, he's a he is a bona fide stud. He is a superstar. I mean, like I said, Tyree kills a stud, and he had two catches. Yeah, you know, so you know these things happen. I know it was a couple of weeks in a row. I mean, listen, we you know we're talking about that Cooper Cup only had four catches. He only had eight fantasy points. Yeah. I mean, like the world's falling right now. Like it's it's like Armageddon right now with you got these studs who really didn't do much for you, and you're probably pissed off at them right now because you probably you may have lost your fantasy week. You're like, damn it, dude, if Cooper Cup could have just got me like 15 fantasy points, if Justin Jefferson could have got me 15 fantasy points, I'd have won this week, man. So, you know, some of these people are going to point those guys out and say, man, golly, that guy let me down and I lost because of him. Hey. Well, as a fantasy owner, I tell you a guy who I'm extremely pissed off right at right now, and he is basically dead to me, and that is uh, Russell Wilson. As uh, as Eli Manning said last night, they should have given the punter that money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, dude, I don't know what is going on in Denver, man, but it they win what 11 to 10 11 to 10 and Luck, basically basically won because of a safety when Jimmy Garoppolo stepped out of bounds yeah out of the back yeah. of the end zone 
They were getting their ass, they were getting beat that entire game, came back on the last drive and won. And San Francisco should have put up more points. I don't know what the deal was there. I I, I don't get it. Weird ass game. Um how crazy were those were those were those couple plays on Sunday though? You had the butt punt and then you had the and then you had that that step out of bounds for a safety. Man, it happens. It happens. Um do you Dan think was rejoicing. Do you think Nathaniel Hackett makes it through this season there in Denver? Um, I don't think he's going to hack it, Bob. <laughs> oh, well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> yeah, I they they just I mean it's 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 awful there. And then they got to play Kansas City. They got to play the Chargers. They got to play the Raiders. Man, yikes! It's 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 bad. And you know, and speaking of that team, I mean, who what who else crapped the bed? I mean, if Russell Wilson didn't do well, then it means some yep. other guys didn't do well. Yep. Gary Duty, two catches, six targets, seventeen yards, and Albert O, one catch on two targets for twelve yards. Just nothing from either one of those two. And Albert O has been has been like that the, the whole year. You can you can somewhat un- understand Judy because he, he was dinged up a little bit. Yeah. So he may not ha- have been involved in the game plan all that much. But if he wasn't going to, going to be involved, then why wasn't Albert O involved? Dude, he – he. I mean, I'm just wondering. I'm looking at it here. Russell Wilson completed 20 passes. Who the hell to? I think nine of them went to um, – Javante? No, to uh, Cortland Sutton. Okay. I mean, gosh almighty. I mean, I'm like thinking, like, who the hell did he throw the ball to? I mean, because no one did anything. Yeah, so. Cortland Sutton had a good game. Well, good for him. It was about time. About time. Right. All right. Traylon Burks did absolutely crap. Uh, one yeah. catch, 13 yards. Woo. Yep. Woo. Miko Hardman, man. Is that guy just completely done as a fantasy player? I, I think it's getting uh, getting there. He is just untrustworthy. Now, he did uh, he did get banged up in that game. Um, yeah, but he, he doesn't ever seem to do anything, even when he's in the game. Listen, you're playing. You're playing Russian roulette with any of those those wide receivers there in Kansas City. You don't know who's going to hit. One week's going to be MVS. MVS, uh, you know, it's going to be Sky Moore. It'll be McCole Hardman. It'll be Juju. You don't know. And I mean, I guess they're great for best ball leagues, but I don't. I don't want. I don't want to mess with any of those guys. Right. I didn't draft many of them. I got McCole Hardman late in a lot of drafts because he was going late, and I was like, "Hey, man, the potential's there." I haven't what? touched him in three years, man. What's that? I haven't touched him in three years. Yeah, well, you know, I was thinking like maybe if anyone could have filled the Tyreek role, it might have been Hardman. I mean, he was a extremely low risk and a potentially high reward yeah, there. So. Here, here's a uh, here's a little nugget for you. There's no other Tyreek Hill in the league. There's not. There's and the closest one to him is on the same team. <laughs> You're really correct. You're absolutely correct. No, yeah. Trying to think of anybody else. I, you know, that's some of the biggest disappointments for me. Um, so you know, we can move on here to. Uh, you know, some of the guys were possibly buying here after week three, and some people were looking to maybe sell, sure. uh, sell, you know, you know, trade away, see what we can do here with these guys. So, you know what, man? I'm not going to say this guy's name. Um, 
we have our show sheet here. We kind of take our notes and prepare for for this. And I'm going to let you go there because I've said this guy's name enough, and I don't want to jinx it. Well, that's fine because whenever he blows up, which I believe he's about to, I'll take the credit for. Oh. Uh, I will take the credit for. I won't. I won't let you do it. You kind of crapped the bed earlier in, earlier in the season with him. Um, but Cam Akers, your boy. Cam Akers is about to take over that backfield. He's gaining some steam. He's he's picking up some momentum. Uh, he went from three carries and zero yards for a bagel in week one to last yeah. getting 15 carries and 44 yards. Yeah. Which, yeah. You know, not great. You know, yards per carry, not not great there. But then he he really stepped it up on Sunday. 12 carries, 61 yards, and a touchdown. He's getting back 12, into yeah, it. 12 point, 13 point fantasy yeah. day. He's getting back into it. He's going to take over that backfield. He is the most talented guy there. Go get him. If he's, if anybody is willing to trade him, go get him now. Yeah. You know me, man. I've been singing his praises all off season. He was one of my biggest targets. He was one of my biggest like league winner guys. Um, and he may, he may turn into that now. He could, but buddy, I was like, I thought I was eating crap after week one. Like, are you kidding me? Three carries. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I think I was one of the only people on this mountaintop screaming his name. Like, this is the dude. This is the guy. This is the new Todd Gurley. This is the, this is the dude that's, you know, this year's James Robinson. You know, he's going to be this guy that's good, you know, can win you your league. And well, now since you started coming down off that, off that top of the mountain, I've started climbing up. I think we may be meeting in the middle there now. You know, because you weren't on that. You you were not. You were not one of those people that was a big, big fan of Cam Akers. So uh, no. it's uh, it's pretty interesting, pretty refreshing to see you kind of uh, turn, take you know, do like a 180 here. And uh, you look like you're hopping on board here. So uh, I'm hopping on board now. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, George Pickens. Um, that's a guy I'm looking to pick up in some leagues. Yep. Seven targets. He only had three catches, but seven targets. The targets are getting there for him. Yeah, and made one hell of a catch in that game. Yep. Um, not not only that, but I I I do believe he will soon have a new quarterback. Of course. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think you're. Uh, I don't think who who will who will make it a point to target him? Yeah, yeah. I I agree. And um, you know, small hands picket um, will be taken over sooner than later. Yeah, uh, for that team. No, don't and, just slander the name of Tiny Hands now, okay? Yeah, yeah. Team Tiny Hands. That was our team. Team Tiny Hands. <laughs> that was our team at the Fantasy Football Expo. The uh, that was the name of our flag football team because everyone had little bitty little hands. Luckily, the ball. I was the quarterback. Luckily, it fit. You know. You know, I was one for. I was two for four with uh, thirty-five yards and a touchdown. You know, pretty nice fantasy day for me. Um, anyway, let's see here. Uh, yeah, Pickens is a guy I'm looking to go and grab right now because I think that this is, this may be the lowest you can get him. I mean, let's say the cheapest you can get him. He yeah. had some steam there at the beginning of the season. People wanted him because of the preseason. He dropped off yeah. a little bit beginning. Yep. Yep. Hasn't done much in the last few weeks, but he will. And some people want like immediate, like gratification. They want instant like fantasy points. So if that's a guy you can go and grab, um, 
he is certainly a buy. And if yeah. you can get him, you know, at a good, good deal. Find, find the find the owner, make an offer. What what do you think? What would you offer for him? Um, I mean, you know, you don't, I don't know if you want to rattle off a player or two or something because everybody's got different teams, different needs. Right, right. They might need running backs, they might need help at tight end, wide receiver, whatever it is. Yeah, as a kind of as a as a general kind of generic offer, I'd probably throw a a twenty three second round pick for him. See if everybody's willing to take that. Okay, and you would do that with this super studly twenty three class that's right in front of us. Yeah, you I'd would give your second round pick for. George I'd give a, I'd give a second round pick for George Pickens. Good to know. It's a lot of stuff people would like to know there. You know, I think that's good, good, healthy information there. So yeah. Well, not only that, I, I mean, the 23 draft is going to be pretty good. The 24 is going to be even better. Go stock up on 24 picks. You really think 24 is going to be better than 23? I do. 24 is loaded, man. We'll save that for a – listen, we'll save that for a show in the offseason. I'm, I'm just letting you know, it, if you have the opportunity to pick up 24 first-rounders, do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You know, I'm in a couple leagues where I've racked up on some 23 picks, um, and I think you, you're in a league with me, and I've got a super loaded roster, and I've got a crap ton. I've got a couple – I think I've got a first and like three seconds, three thirds, a couple of fourths. i got to move some of those picks. I don't have the roster space for those guys. Mm-hmm. And there's not there's not a single damn guy on that team I want to cut loose. Right. I mean, um, so um, – yeah, I may have to take some of those guys, some of those picks, maybe try and consolidate those a little bit, try and grab some 23, 24 picks, you know, there. So I'm going to have to keep that in mind. Um, you know, we we're talking about Kenny Pickett there a moment ago. Um, you've got on the list here David and Joku. David and Joku. Explain yep. yourself. Um, he, he had a solid, solid, solid game the other day. Um, and the way that Cleveland is going to need somebody to throw the ball to other than Amari Cooper, it's got to be in Joku because they got nothing else as far as what, as far as pass catching targets. Um, so in Joku is going to have to be that guy. It looks like Jacoby Brissett wants to target him. Um, so I, I, I think he, uh, he's definitely worth a look. Well, he had 23 fantasy points, basically 24, 23.9 to be exact. It was right. a career day for him. Sure. Um, I think it was the most catches he's ever had, most yards he's ever had. So, I mean, it was a great, great – I think with uh, – unless you are that, you know, Mark Andrews or or Travis Kelsey owner, right. um, I think everyone's probably going to be trying to grab this guy up because so many people are desperate for tight end help, including myself in a couple of leagues where I – I have yeah. Kyle Pitts. Or, if you if you don't have Andrews or Kel- if you don't have Andrews or Kelsey, you're desperate for tight end help. Yeah, yeah, you know you can't you can't depend on Tyler Conklin, bro. Oh goodness, yeah. So George Kittle's not doing anything. Pitts isn't doing anything. It's really disappointing. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Are you buying Jamal Williams? I mean, if you're a if you're a DeAndre Swift owner. I mean, obviously, I see the benefit of grabbing him, trying to make a deal for him to kind of cover yourself. Um, but if you're not a Swift owner, are you targeting Jamal Williams? If he's not on the waiver wire, would you be trying to buy him? I would try to I would be trying to buy him right now, um, specifically for the next couple of weeks. But with 
uh, with Swift, he does kind of have that that injury history. Um, yeah. So there's going to be games here and there where he just doesn't he doesn't play at all. And when he doesn't play, you can immediately insert Jamal Williams. Yeah. Whether you're a DeAndre Swift owner or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Travis Etienne. Listen, James Robinson um, has been an absolute – I mean, a few a couple years ago, he was a league winner, came out of nowhere, and, dude, he's doing it again. Right. Um, you know, we've talked about him. I mean, we're talking about him every week. I'm sure every podcast and YouTube show is talking about him. Um, quite a bit. We're seeing him moving and getting traded in some leagues. As a matter of fact, we have our new Dynasty Dilemma article coming out tomorrow on James Robinson. Um, however, how, what does that? How does that make you feel about Travis at Etienne? I mean, what are you doing with this guy? I'm I'm going to capitalize off the popularity of James Robinson and hope that the owners of Travis Etienne are kind of feeling like a little panicking, yeah, panicking, you know, a little, a little disappointed in them yeah. and they're wanting to sell low on the guy because I would love to go get him because it's just a matter of time. You got to remember he's coming off a major injury as well. Mm-hmm. And he is their future. And I think what Jacksonville is doing right now is they're going to run the wheels off of James Robinson in hopes that Travis Etienne is progressing physically to the point where they can eventually hand the reins to him. We'll see. I mean, you know, when they're talking about he's the future, I mean, listen, James Robinson's not an old man. They didn't draft him in the first round for him not to be the future. I agree. I mean, I see that, but it's kind of hard to keep James Robinson off the field. He looks like, a, I mean, he is, he's, he's a stud right now. And, you, and, 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 you and, and they talked about lining Etienne, you know, Etienne up in like the slot and trying to get him the ball out in space. And I could still see him do that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it all depends on the price. You know, if these people, I mean, people that drafted Etienne were depending on him to be their starter in, in right. a lot of these leagues. So yeah, they're probably feeling it. They're they're probably freaking out trying to grab, you know, some of these waiver wire guys. You know, th- th- those are the people probably putting in claims for you know Khalil Herbert or you know trying to pick up like you know Cordero Patterson via trade, trying to make a claim for Jamal Williams, something like that. So right, um, yeah, that would be something. How about your boy Michael Gallup? Is that someone you're looking to buy right now? I mean, you've got him on your list as a as kind of a buy, buy low. I mean, what are you, what are you thinking here? Well, he's coming back. Um, mm-hmm. I would have actually started buying him two weeks ago. Yeah, um, but you know, he's he's on his way back. Uh, it'll provide the Cowboys with that much needed punch that they, that they need um, because I know Cooper Rush is throwing to Noah Brown, but Noah Brown ain't it. He's just he's not. For, hey, he's force feeding him though, man. Yeah. I mean, Michael Gallup is is that 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 complimentary guy to Ceedee Lamb, and it it'll just make Ceedee Lamb that that much better too. I think. And your dogs agree. Yep, you hear them downstairs. Yeah, they're 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 arguing. Your two dogs are arguing about whether to you know trade for him or sell him or something. You know, whatever. They do that all day long. <laughs> um, well, okay, that's doing fancy football down there. 
Yeah, you know, that's some guys, you know, that's some good, good buys uh, right there. I mean, we could probably do a whole damn show on just guys we want to buy and and sell. But, you know, we're going to throw some nuggets out there each week, you know, as part of each show. So, you know, let's move on to some sales. Uh, who are some guys we're selling? I mean, we were talking about Tyler Conklin a little while ago. Yep. Are you looking to capitalize on that as him being one of the, t- you know, I mean. Sure am. You know, I mean, you're trying to sell high on him, and absolutely, you do. Yeah, uh, absolutely. A, a guy yeah. who kind of comes, a guy who kind of comes out of nowhere and just really explodes the first couple of weeks of the season. You always look to sell that, don't you? Absolutely. And like I said earlier in the show, you got Zach Wilson coming back. We don't know how he's going to distribute that ball, and that could affect Conklin. So this may be this week, right now, tomorrow, Friday, you know, Thursday, Friday might be your only opportunity to really cash out on this guy before he here you go. It's like we said earlier, Tyler Conklin is the number three scoring tight end right now. Mm -hmm. Use that to your advantage. Yep. Yeah. The way I would spin it. Listen, guys, listen, man, like Conklin's a stud, bro. I mean, he's coming. I mean, he's starting to take off. In fact, man, there's only two tight ends that have scored more points than him, man. That's Kelsey and Andrews. Dude, he's got more points than than Waller. He's got more points than Kittle. He's got more points than Pitts. Dude, you need to you need to go grab this guy. You know, what however way you need to say, I'm a salesperson. I'm a salesman. So that's you know, I've got to find a way to, to go to that uh, go to that Cole Komet owner. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, don't say that to our boy Tim Lazenby, man. He is going to, I mean, the the Titanic is like sinking with Cole Komet right now. Love him, and he's just sitting there. Yeah, just <laughs> He's the man going down to the ship right now. Yeah. Cole Kmet, I love him, and I hope I'm a Notre Dame guy. I hope Cole Kmet, you know, really, really starts taking off, man. I really, really do. Rose, uh, Rose ain't letting you on that on that door, so you're, you're gonna you're gonna drown with that ship. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. Um, we talked about Cordero Patterson earlier in the show. There's Sell his production right now. He's 31 years old. Yeah. What's the what's the the uh the peak for for running backs? Oh gosh, boy, dude, he's way, way past that. Exactly. Dude, he's exactly. years past that. Exactly. Um running know, backs are normally done when they're when they're 29, 30 years old. He's 31. Now, he's granted, he, he, didn't have a whole, that. he didn't have a whole lot of wear on his body. Because he 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 just start he really just started playing running back last year, but again he's thirty one years old. I just like with us needing so much help at running back. If someone's selling, everybody needs help at running back. They really really do. You can never have enough right. depth. You so can never so have sell that depth. sell it sell that production and get what out of that get out of that. What are you selling him for? Like what are you? You That's know we were talking. Huh? Depends on what I need. Yeah, I, you know, and I get that. I really, really get that. But you know, everybody needs running back, so you're not going to find anyone. You're not going to not find a suitor for him. But you may really, and if you drafted Cordero, you weren't depending on him most likely to be like a yeah. starter for you. But somebody, uh, somebody else will need him. As, somebody else will need them as their starter at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And see if you can get a a, a decent wide receiver out of the out of the deal. Trade, see if you can trade, say, Cordero Patterson and maybe something and try and pick up Travis at the end. Sure. You know, trade Cordero Patterson for Cam Akers. Yeah. Ooh. 
I like that too. Yeah. yeah. I like that. But um what I'm actually what I would be trying to do is uh I'd be trying to honestly, I'd be trying to trade Cordero Patterson for somebody like Nuke. Because he's coming back in the, here in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean get out of get out ahead of it. Pick up Nuke. Agreed. I've I've got DeAndre Hopkins in in a lot of leagues, and I can't wait for him. I actually have him in the uh, Scott Fish Bowl as well. So, gosh darn it, I need him. Um, yeah, you know you could you could see that. Um, you know, I mean, you know, Nuke is no Greg Dortch. I'm telling you that. Right. I mean, Dortch is the stud there. I mean, it's a wide receiver one in that offense. <laughs> Hollywood had 14 catches the other day, man. What what in the world? <laughs> Bro, I love it. I love it. My boy Hollywood. I, I love seeing it. Um, but anyways, um, I, you know, I think maybe you could you could maybe trade something else for for Hopkins right now. I don't know if I would give up Cordero Patterson for him. Um, I mean, if I I would in a few weeks, but I don't know if I'd do it right now. I think I'd be targeting I think you know, a few weeks from, I think a few weeks from now is gonna be too late. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it, I get it, but like I said, people didn't draft Hopkins to be a starter, or if they did, they're hurting right now. And um, they drafted Hopkins for week seven and, and beyond. Yes, they did. They did. But I'm just thinking maybe Cord. I, I would much rather take Cordero Patterson and turn him into something like Cam Akers or ETN versus someone like Hopkins. I get it if you need the help there, but I think if I had to choose, I would be. I mean, I would be wanting a young running back. Um, that's worth a lot more to me. So, um, Devonte Parker, no brainer there. See if you can sell high on him. If you're an owner of his, um, see what you can do there. Same thing with Russell Gage. Don't know what you're really going to get out of him, but by golly, if you can get something, if you can get a, a, a decent pick or something or bundle him with something to maybe upgrade your wide receiver position, whatever you can do to take advantage of those points, I would certainly Certainly recommend it, Tommy. Anyone else sticks out to you as far as a sell? Um, I'm I'm selling out uh, Alan Lazard right now. Um, I know I know Aaron Rodgers really likes him. Um, you know, called him a great teammate. Said he'll do he'll do all the dirty work. He'll do anything he possibly can. Uh, but looks like Romeo Dubs is probably going to be the guy there moving forward. Um, and you may be able to get a little bit out of Alan Lazard just because people may not be on that 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 Romeo Dubs train yet. So kind of kind of try to capitalize off that and and and, and um, sell sell Lazard for as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Um let's see anyone sticks out to me, man. I don't you know, should we try to sell Camara or or are we just are we getting rid of him for pennies on the dollar? Or if you're just you're just like, dude, I mean, what do we do with Kamara, man? Like well, it's like you said a minute ago, people always need running backs. Um and Kamara is an elite running back whenever he, he's he gets the opportunities. He's just not getting the opportunities right now. But the more the Saints continue to lose, I think the, the more they're gonna have to try to figure out how to get the ball into his hands. Yeah. Agreed. I just, you know, it's. I just feel dirty if I'm just getting rid of him for, for you know. Well, I, I love Alvin Kamara. Oh yeah, I'm a fan. You know, you know, hung out with the guy. You know, I mean, awesome dude. You know, did autograph signing with him. He's super cool guy, man. I'm rooting for him, but 
and one of my favorite players in the league, but it just kills me that, uh, you know, with Jameis, you know, taking the ball, it just, it's, it's really just taking the ball out of Kamara's hands and it's killing me. Yep. So. Yeah. Here's a, <laughs> here's a guy that you and I talk about. It seems like every week here that you just, I, I, I will, I will continue to bang the drum on this. Yes. You I, I will count this from the, from, from the rooftops. Yeah. Sell Damian Pierce. It's not that good. You're selling him. Hey, listen, he's getting better each week. He's getting more opportunities each week. And he's young. He's a rookie. And oh my God, people just like the dynasty leagues. They're licking their chops for that. That's what they want. Sell it that way. Exactly. Exactly. I have no issue with you selling this guy. I I don't think he's as bad as you make him out to be, but he's not a home run hitter. He's not a game breaker. He's not, you know, he's not got the 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 skill set as of a like a Saquon or some of those guys that you know just are not weak. You know, he's just kind of. I don't know what his skill set is. Moving forward uh, is a good skill set when you're a running back. Yeah, fall forward three feet. Yeah, you're gonna get from him. Exactly. He's just he's just going to get opportunities. I mean, he's going to be the guy they're feeding the ball to and um, good for them. You know, good for them. And if you can sell high on him because he is a rookie, he is getting more and more opportunities each week. And everyone in Dynasty Leagues love that. Right. And I'm not trying trying to be disrespectful towards the guy. I've just watched him for years and I just haven't seen anything that I like from him. Well, you're our Debbie guy. You're yes. you're you're one of the top Debbie guys out there, man. And you know your college ball. You've seen these guys since they were freshmen. You know a lot about these guys. You know, I trust you wholeheartedly with like rookie evaluations and these Debbie evaluations. Man, you 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 seen that Damian Pierce what went to Florida, correct? Florida. Yeah. So, you know, us being an SEC country and and uh seeing, you know, playing that team each year, you you know what you're talking about when it comes to him. So um not the most talented player in the world, um, but opportunity, age, you know, it's everything works in your favor. Man, we could probably go on a, a, all day about what we would ask for him in return, you know, if you can get a 23 first done. Ooh. Yeah, if you can do that all day. I all mean, day. I mean, and, and that may not be a hard sell because what do people want to get in the first round? a young starting running back. And listen, you may not be able to get a, someone that's kind of crappy in your league. It's got a, like a top, you know, it's going to have a top three, top four type. I mean, if somebody's really able to get Bijan Robinson or something, they're not going to give up that opportunity. It, they would be stupid. Well, Bijan Robinson, Robinson is the dynasty number two running back as soon as he gets drafted. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he's he's a stud. He's going to be a star unless somebody screws him up. So, you know, he gets into one of those stupid timeshares like in Las Vegas or something, you know. So we'll see. We'll see. So, yeah, Damian Pierce, sell this guy. Get You know, you probably could get a pretty decent amount out of him. Um, so take full advantage of that. And, and the thing is, it's probably going to score a few more points next week. And maybe the week after. So I don't think his value is really going to go down. I think it's going to go up a little bit more next week. It's going to go up a little bit more the week after that. So 
don't feel rushed to make a deal with him right now. I think his value is just going to increase as the season goes along. So, yeah. All right. Well, before we wrap up the show, we've talked about some guys that we're targeting on the waiver wire, you know, throughout the show or, you know, we're mentioning, you know, dudes here and there. We mentioned Khalil Herbert, David Njoku, you know, Zay Jones, Tyler Conklin, Mac Hollins. We've talked about these guys. So if any of those guys, if any of them are on your waiver wire, Khalil Herbert is definitely a must grab. He's, he's the number one waiver wire target this week, in my opinion. If he's um, there, right. If, if, if he's, he's there. there, if he's available, absolutely. Um, Romeo Dubs is probably my number two. Sure. Um, he's a I, guy I'm certain. I, I would personally say Dubs is my number one, but yeah, well, he's up there. I mean, it just depends on what you need more, you know, more help at. Right. Um, David and Joku, like we said, I mean, that's if you need tight end help, it looks like they're really starting to, uh, yeah you know, get him the ball and he's starting, you know, better late than never turning into the player we were hoping he was going to be, you know, three years ago. Sure. Um, Tyler Conklin may be available, may not be. If he is, he's certainly worth the grab because Daniel Bellinger is probably available. Um, That's not a bad tight end uh, target there off the waiver wire. Devontae Parker had that big game. Um, People are going to go chasing those points. I mean, you certainly could maybe stick him on the bench. I'm not really chasing him. I'm not messing with him. Um, trying to think of some other guys. Now, I, I'm someone that I do like. Uh, you and I talked about him earlier. Richie James out of New York. Don't think he's the greatest player, but he's going to get opportunities with with them losing. Um, listen, Kenny Galladay's friggin' awful. Yeah. I mean, Galladay, he's a, he's an absolute embarrassment, and a and every dime that was spent on him is a fucking waste. Excuse my language. <laughs> you know, he is a waste of space and a waste of time. He has he's been that way for years. He don't give a shit about his teammates. Don't give a shit about anything. He doesn't care. You know, does not care. He wanted to get the money. New York was dumb enough to to pay him. I don't know why. He's an absolute waste of friggin' time. Um, so he sucks. They lose Sterling Shepard for the year, unfortunately. So Richie James was getting the ball before this. I mean, he may be the go-to wide receiver one moving forward in that offense. Now, we kind of talked about this earlier today. Um, we mentioned, you know, somebody like Darius Slayton. Uh, he hadn't yeah. been active. Uh, do you think that this is possibly a time where they activate him? Well, yeah, absolutely. You know, and you've got Kadarius Tony, which hasn't done anything. Wandale Robinson, which people have high hopes. They the other guy, the other, the other guy, we, the other guy we talked about. Yeah, Odell. Yeah, and and he, he, we did mention that earlier. It would be quite interesting if they maybe made a phone call and got and brought back Odell Beckham. That that would really ignite their their fan base. I think. It really, really would. It would be it would be just great for football. And you know, listen, I mean, the Giants are two and one. I mean, they're they're in this. They really played like crap last night. Don't get me wrong. Um, but you know, bringing in Odell, that could ignite that team and and bring that energy up, and or it could end very, very ugly. That's a possibility as yeah, well. Yeah, when you're the Giants, what do you have to lose? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, 
it's a risk I would be willing to take. Don't know how close he is to coming back, where he is in his rehab. I have no clue. That would be pretty cool. That would be cool to see him return to New York. And I know somebody tweeted it a couple of weeks ago, something I think that he may have retweeted and made a comment on or something like that. So, uh, you know, just adding to that little bit of drama there. So, sure. but, de- but, but, you know, keeping on the waiver wire, Richie James is a guy I'm, de- if he is on that waiver wire, he is someone I'm most definitely picking up um, that Greg Dorch out of, mm-hmm. out of Arizona. Yep, there you go. There's another one. This guy keeps putting up points. I've started him, bro. I've started him two weeks in a row. I had a league where I, 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 you know, Mike Mike Evans was suspended, and I had to pick. There was nothing on the wire. Picked up Dorch, and bro, I cashed. I cashed in on that. I mean, dude had a hell of a game. You know, he's he's put up great numbers the last couple of weeks. I'm gonna ride that thing until uh, Newt gets back. You know, good idea. Certainly a guy, you know, worth grabbing. Uh, anyone else sticks out to you that you're maybe picking up? Um, with DeAndre Swift out for the next couple of weeks, most likely, um, I would I would reach for somebody like a like a Craig Reynolds. Um, he's going to be the uh, the uh, backup there uh, for the Lions. Um, Jamal Williams had standalone value with DeAndre Swift there, um, so that offense can support two running backs. Uh, yeah, they love Reynolds. They right. love him. There. Reynolds may have some value. Um, also, uh, Zach Zach Wilson's coming back. Um, obviously, he's probably not available in in superflex or two or two QB leagues, but in a one QB league, I I think he has uh, he has the, the potential to really be a really be a star there in that offense. Um, and then another guy um, in a superflex two QB league um, with Mac Jones out. I would lean more towards Bailey Zappi over Brian Hoyer. Um, I think Zappi is just more talented. Interesting. That's a deep, deep dive right there, my friend. Digging deep, digging deep, rocking out with Bailey Zappi, bro. And that's how we're going to end the show on a Bailey Zappi yeah. claim. All right. So he did break the uh, NCAA record for uh, for touchdowns thrown in a single season last year. So. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, nothing wrong with that. Broke, broke Joe Burrow's record. Nice. Nice. So he's got the talent. He can do it. So we'll see. Hey, that's worth a little grab. I mean, what's the, Hey, what's it going to hurt? You're probably not going to see a whole lot of people snatching him up, you know? Um, and no one else really sticks out to me. Uh, can't think of anything else. I mean, no, no, I think those, we pretty much covered it there. So, well, all right. Well, we want to thank everyone for watching the show again. Um, you know, tune in Tuesday nights. We're always here. Um, like I said, go check out dynastyprosfootball.com for your latest rankings, trade values, all that good stuff. And, you know, help us out. Be sure to subscribe to us here on YouTube. So for myself, for Tommy over here, we want to thank you again for watching the show. We'll see you next week. Thank you all.